This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was The Lion King. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 169. <laughs> naughty number. A truly <laughs> the naughtiest number? Yeah. 69 is the naughtiest it's number? A, it's the thing that my adult wife, mature, smart, intelligent wife, still giggles at every time it confounds me mm. and I get it. Yeah. Yeah. When a it's, number is a sexual act, right. that's, I guess, silly, but also, right. are we 13? Uh, 420? Is that the second naughtiest yeah, number? Yeah, naughty. Is that the second naughtiest number? <laughs> I think so. Okay. What about 187? <laughs> Kill, that, that is the code for uh, killing a cop, right? Is it specifically cop? Yes, dog. Oh. Now, <laughs> Adam, I, uh, Adam's ooh, walking well, it back. Too naughty for me. 187, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I 420 believe. and 69 are naughty. 187 is dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. I don't know if that's as, I don't know if that's naughty or just like avoid that number. <laughs> is there another naughty number out there? Naughty. It 69, 420, 187's in prison. Seven <laughs> is in prison. Right. It is funny that numbers can be naughty. Because 69 is describing what the physical act looks like. Correct. 420 it has this just marijuana weed-laced connotation. But why? Is that the police code for weed? Is that why that's... 420? Is that why I, 420? I genuinely don't know. Interesting. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> so what is... One is an actual thing that we look like. Yes. 69. One kind of has like maybe a date or something attached to it. Yes. What else could be a naughty number? What else is naughty? I know we've talked about writing boobs on an old school calculator yeah. and turning it upside down. So yeah. whatever that number is, that right. sort of implicit naughtiness. Okay. Upside that, down naughtiness. Right. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 80085. Yes, exactly. Right. Is it upside, upside down? down is the the next naughtiest number. Naughty number. 80,085. Yes. Okay, that's a pretty naughty it, number. It is so weird though, number like we it would be cool to do an episode not this one on numeral like numerology oh, yeah. and actually because like it is so fascinating to me and something that I don't know where to put numerology on like the spec on like the spectrum of like quack of like quacky yeah. fake pseudo is it like astronomy is it like how mystical I would right. just be curious to talk to somebody who really knows about like numbers and their and their meanings yeah because yeah. I was like numerology is that mathematics yeah is or it? I don't know. <laughs> right. Like, what is numerology? What do you know about numerology? I don't know much right. other than, to me, I've always uh, equated it with, like, it's like astrology, but with numbers. Okay. Like, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. Right. But I. There's a really cool book that I think the RZA wrote. Oh, oh, yeah. Called The Tao of Wu. Yes. Really cool book. Yes. And it has a chrome Wu-Tang logo on it the does. cover, which is rad. pretty fun. Yes. Um, but he subscribes to, or at least subscribed to when he was reading and writing this book. Yes. Uh, Mathematics, Math yes, and he like broke down the significance of numbers yes. and how they always play a role and yeah. what each number kind of has a connotation doing. Yeah, and when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I can get behind this." Yeah, and as soon as I closed the book, I was like, "What was I thinking?" Wait, why eleven? Why right, eleven strength. Right, I can't, just like I can't just be a Sagittarius <laughs> for the rest of like I have to be more than I can't just rely on seven. Yeah, exactly. Right, but it's funny, especially for someone like you and I, like because I do feel like we have a particular proclivity to numbers. Mm. I feel like you, I don't know, like numbers. 
Numbers having meaning both sounds quacky and a little ephemeral and a little BS, but also makes a weird amount of sense to me. Like right. a, a weird amount of innate sense. Totally. Like I've something. gone to psychics and mediums yeah. plenty. And it's like, what makes them any more right. official than saying the number six yeah, exactly. means X? Yeah, that's right. Right. Um, but numbers adopt uh, like taking on meanings in culture is such a funny, weird thing. I know I I don't really know, but like uh, all these like horrible like 4chan like right wing alt right things like the alt right has like numbers mm-hmm. like numbers have meaning like 1488 have you heard about that no. like that like pops up um in like these alt right sort of uh what does that mean is it code it's code for something i don't know what exactly but okay. like It'll be like – it's like a little coded thing that even like some uh, uh, politicians will like include it in some of their tweets or whatever, like nods to like 1488. I don't know. Some listener, please Is this some sort us. of like Illuminati like uh, – Something like that. Just like a code, like a, like a little like like symbol or like a little – Something. It's like the numerical equivalent of like the weird like white supremacist right. like AOK symbol that they give. It's gotcha. like a little nod. It's gotcha. like a little guy. Okay. But I'll avoid 1488 yeah. in my emails. Yeah, exactly. Or if you're time traveling, maybe don't go back to that year. Right. Something. We're checking out 87, honey. <laughs> We're going to 1487, We're checking out 87, I saw on the internet once that 4chan doesn't like this in the future, (laughs) so let's avoid it at all costs now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Mathematics. Mathematics. We ain't talking mathematics. We ain't talking numerology. We're not talking about that. No. Adam, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, we're going to talk about... (laughs) (laughs) Great octave. Well, uh, we are going to uh, dive into one of the classic cinematic experiences of the 1990s, Mm. and that is being rebooted Mm. in a fun live-action way. Right. The The second trailer for which just dropped, so it was on my mind. Right. Disney's The Lion King. A movie that, I mean, and we can talk about our feelings about it, but hits all the emotional notes, Mm. plays me like an instrument, is pretty flawless in terms of like just being a movie. Yeah. Is so, so endlessly good. Yeah. Has given us gifts, not just like this iconic soundtrack that in and of itself is like a separate artistic, almost stands alone as like its own thing. Like an Elton John album you love. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's just like some other cool Elton John album. Right. And the movie is just very beautiful and powerful. Agreed. Yeah. And it turned into a Broadway play. So, Adam, one thing we have um, kind of strayed from yeah. as hosts of the No Joke podcast yes. <laughs> is uh, committing to the quote-unquote form. Yes, 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 the format. Uh, the reason – if you read the bio, <laughs> uh, uh, if you're just new to the show, yes. you go on Twitter or our website or yes. HeadGum's website, yes. it says that Billy and Adam over the course of three acts <laughs> break down their past, present, and current lives with the topic. Yes, we've stayed true to being Billy and Adam. Yes. We have been doing three acts. That's true. So, like, <laughs> there have been act breaks. But our past, current, and present and future lives sometimes gets um, lost in the wash. Muddied. Right. Muddied in the wash. This feels like maybe there is actually room for us to commit to, quote unquote, the form. I think you're right about that. Because we do have a history with seeing it for the first time. Amen. It is coming out soon. It, yes. And once it comes out, I wonder if we will want to share it with future family members, etc. Amen. So let's see. Perfect. This is the test. What a gift we've given ourselves. How do we stay on track? <laughs> How do we stay on track? Let's try. Okay. Adam. Yes. Billy. Your personal history with The Lion King. Yes. I'll ask the first question. Okay, great. What were some of the Disney movies that came in big, hard plastic VHS tapes? Right. That stood out to you, and where does Lion King rank amongst them? 
Great question. I mean, we were – when Lion King came out, it was 1994. Mm. So we are – I am 11, you're 12, whatever, however old we are. And we are in like – this This is, feels like peak Disney. Yeah. We are the exact demographic. I am associating it with Aladdin, with Beauty and the Beast, with Little Mermaid. I know that we've done this before, but those, that was the that was the cluster of early 90s Disney right. movies that swept the nation by nation. I mean, Beauty Globe. and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, right. first animated movie to be nominated for an Oscar. Little Mermaid's right after that. Aladdin is 93, Lion King's 94. So I it's mean, like – this is – like it's the, the, the golden hottest hot warriors streak. exactly hottest hot streak of like animated movies maybe ever truly right and there was something uh so i sure certain i saw lion king in the theater yes oh hell yes certain 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 i saw it in the theater oh yes in fact seeing the trailer for lion king during aladdin was also wow. a bit of a moment. If you remember the trailer for Lion King, wow. and I think that we've actually discussed this on this podcast before, yes. but even the first moment of seeing the trailer, which was just that sequence of baby Simba, yes. all of the entire herd, the entire jungle, all the animals waking coming, up, almost no arms right. waking up. In the morning, it's Circle of Life. Everyone's right. waking up. It's the whole menagerie, the whole African Serengeti. Everyone's waking up. Everyone's waking up. Coming. We don't know where they're going. They're coming. They're herding somewhere. We don't yes. know where. All the animals. It's beautiful. The Selton John song's amazing. It's incredible. And then it sort of ends with – I'm getting chills almost just talking about it. Sure. It ends with – I believe it's Rafiki. That's right. Or, okay. Who is the uh, uh, baboon or maybe an orangutan? No, he's the baboon. 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 <laughs> baboon. Heavy lips. Baboon. Baboon. He's the, the, the town baboon. The town baboon. Right. Bubble bath. <laughs> so I think he sort of takes Simba and he lifts him up just as the music right. crescendos. And it was like Welcome sort of – Welcome to well, The Lion King. It was just like the dopest trailer that's – almost still to this day is one of my favorite movie trailers that exists. Right. And I think that's almost exactly how they – for this current in, uh, iteration of The Lion King. Yes. They did the same trailer. Did they? I, that was the teaser. Yes. How could it not be? to be. Right. Yes. It's sort of an iconic trailer in that way. Right. So some iconic music came out of that as well. Oh yeah, the circle of life is the biggest big dog. There's also that, Haku, there's also Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata was like the comic was like the comedy silly big dog. Right. The ho- circle of life was just like on the radio. Right. That was a thing. That was just like a song on the radio. That was a thing back in like early 2000s, late 90s movies. Yeah. It was like you had to have a movie. Your movie had to be a movie. Yeah. That's a good start. Yes. But it needed to have a song that would go to the radio. Titanic. I have to say, but yeah. Titanic. <laughs> Titanic and baboon. I am. I am loving this vocal inflection. Exactly. That's right. But yes, yeah. The Circle of Life was the one that, like, I feel like they would play the movie version on the radio. There were in like, there were like tech. There were like pop. Edit, pop versions, yes. pop remixes, yes. like dance edits, oh. like just like all sorts. The 90s were great for extended dance remixes. <laughs> yes. I don't know if Circle of Life had the extended dance. I, I can't remember I can't an extended, remember. But, I, for it. but I have to assume. Has to be. Um, Circle of Life, Hakuna Matata. Yes. Can you think of, oh, I just can't wait. wait. To be Jesus Christmas hero. Yeah, one of my secret favorite ones. Always, I'm always partial to the villain. Scar's song "Be Prepared" is a great one. Dynamite sequence with the hyenas. I need to hear a melody. Oh, it's about be prepared. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, it was just like sort Keep of going. dark and brooding. One more up. line. Um, if you don't have it, I don't want to put oh, you on the it. spot. I don't have it. Okay. Because now all I can hear is Agrabah from Aladdin. Okay. So the songs That's do right. start to run together. Right. Yeah. I don't remember I don't remember a lot about that song or Scar. Scar, yeah. voiced by Jeremy Irons in right. the original, one of the ultimate villain voices. He's the villain throughout. Oh yeah. 
Right. And the thing about Lion King, and I want to ask you about your first experience yeah, sure. with yeah, uh, sure. Lion King, but right. also one of the first things I remember learning about it, right. which I was like, ooh, this is like a highbrow thing, was that it was an adaptation of Hamlet. Mm. But there was like a Hamlet adaptation mm. thread in Lion King, uncle kills the father, son has to avenge father's death, the uncle. There you go. That it was like, I was like, it's Hamlet? It's a Hamlet? A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of things are born out of Hamlet, right? Isn't I feel like Funnily that's enough, a yes, Hamlet is a tree out of which many other artistic things right. have sprung for sure. Where they just put their filter over it, and it's like, we'll just do it in the jungle. Uh, yes, exactly. Right. Oh, oh, you mean like adaptations of, yeah. of it, it Shakespeare? Feels, yeah. Totally. Right. Totally. Right, right. I mean, I don't think like it matches up. Lion King doesn't match up one-to-one about Hamlet, but the central thing of like uncle killing father, right. nephew avenging, yeah. that is that's Hamlet. That. Yeah, I'd say that one of the biggest things for me about when The Lion King came out, yeah, looked cool, music was amazing. Yes, I was ready to go on this like movie experience yes. to the jungle. Yes, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, <laughs> like I'm 13, and yeah. he is the home he, improvement is real. He's the epitome of cool. <laughs> he's the epitome of cool, and he is also young Simba. Yes, yes. and that is like watching. You're like, this is the greatest. Like. Give me an entire movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Exactly. So he's singing, oh, I just can't wait Wait. to be king. And then he becomes king in that song. That's right. And then Jonathan Taylor Thomas goes away. That's correct. That's the last we hear from him. That's exactly right. There's an octave change in the song. There's literally a bridge. That's right. And literally, and there's literally, literally a bridge in the song and in the movie <laughs> yeah. where they walk across the log bridge in silhouette and you see baby Simba become boop, boop, boop. the big dog, a.k.a. the big lion. The big lion, a.k.a. voiced by Matthew Broderick. Wow. <laughs> and there's a lesson for Bill. JTT becomes Maddie B. Right. <laughs> that's how um, that happened. Really, I'd say that's probably – is The Lion King my favorite Disney movie? I, let's – because we're at the act break. Okay. Is it your favorite Disney movie? Because, I mean, I know that a lot of – I loved Aladdin. Love Aladdin. Loved Aladdin. Aladdin was laughs. I mean the freaking genie. Aladdin was laughs. Aladdin to me, Robin Williams' performance as the, as the genie remains uh, a, a pillar of my right. comedic consciousness. Right. In a way, but Lion King I think is better. As a movie I, experience. I think it's a better movie. I think it's it just is excellent. 12-round comedy fight. We have the genie in one corner <laughs> versus Timon and Pumbaa in the other. Yeah. Comedy fight. Yeah. Who you got? I got to be honest with you. It's not a question to no me. No question. It's not a question. The genie right. is, is kicking their, That's their right. ass. That's right. Is kicking their right. ass. Like, I get that Pumbaa can fart. Funny, funny, funny. Ha, I get ha, it. Ha, ha, ha. But you can't ha, ha. do the voices. You can't do the voices. You can't do those And voices. I love you, Nathan Lane. And I love you, whoever voiced the other one. Right. And I love you, Nathan Lane. But look at that big blue genie I'm over so there. sorry. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. He right. turns into Ed McMahon at a certain point. I it's just, just like the re- – like, like, it, was, it was just the funniest thing I could right. have known ever. Right, right. But Lion King is is, is beat for apex. beat, note for note, is a, like just a perfect kind of, film. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's coming out in let's call it a year or so. I, I don't even know when this new one's coming out. No soon. idea either. We'll get that detail maybe in the act yes. break. That's where we're at right now. The act break. Great. A song. Yeah. Do we have to play a song from the Lion King? Definitely not. Because we're going to be talking a lot about it. We don't. Right. We definitely don't need to play a song from the Lion King. Right. Um, King, lions, farting. A ring. The genie. Blue. A genie. Anything like this. Blue. That song, I am blue, da be dee, da be da. Love it. Da be dee, da be da, da be dee, da be da. I believe the artist was Eiffel Eiffel 85. Eiffel 65. (laughs) Which circles back to the uh, numerology that we were talking about earlier. Well done. So is this what we're doing? A do dee, da be da. A be dee, da be da, da be dee, da be da. Yep. All right. Well, shout out Robin Williams. Shout out the genie. This isn't the Lion King. This is Aladdin. This is Eiffel 65. This is blue. 
Yo, listen up, here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue, like him inside and outside. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cause he ain't got nobody to listen to. I'm blue. Welcome back to No Joke. That was Eiffel 65's Blue, or more commonly known in the streets as Dabu Di Dabi Da. Dabu Di Dabi Da. Dabu Di Dabi Da. Do you remember Zombie Nation? Zombie Nation. Zombie Nation. Refresh me. So when I was a high school senior, um, I don't know if you'd even call it techno. 
I don't know if you'd call the genre techno yeah. yet. Yeah. But we would. Oh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We would either sneak out of our homes or be allowed to go yes. um, to teen clubs. Yes. Teen clubs in Long Island. Yes, I mentioned yes. it once before. It was yes. an island park and it was covered in grease. Yes. <laughs> and Covered in grease. They would play the song. The song that would get everyone um, hyped. hyped, it was Zombie Nation. And so Zombie Nation goes like this. Oh, 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 Come on, Bill. I mean. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Zombie Nation had us by the throat Bill. for one summer. Bill. What are the better lyrics, Adam? Ooh, wow. What are the better lyrics? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> lyrics. Or. Yes. Dabu dee, da da, dabu dee, dabi da, dabu dee, dabu da. <laughs> Which one do you think has better lyrics? Zombie Nation versus Blue. Take your time. Zombie Nation. I'm so sorry, but can I just hear them one more time? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Which one would you like to hear first? Zombie Nation. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now Eiffel 65 is Blue. You got it. I'm blue, da boo dee, da boo da, da boo dee, da be da, da boo dee, da be da. A comfort decision. I think I know which one. I think my favorite lyrically, lyrics only, exclusively, not melody. Both melodies are amazing and are hooky in our earworms. The words, just the words, just the words. Right. I'm gonna go with Zombie Nation. Wow. Mono. Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Here's my reasoning. Go on. Here's my reasoning. Go on. Blue is 98% nonsense with one word that I can identify, uh, blue. I'm blue, da boo. Okay, yep, so nah. that's just, I'm getting one phrase and right. then you're plunging me into nonsense. Right, right. So that's a little... There's a hint of reality? There's a hint and then I'm gone yeah. and then I'm into da boo-dees. Yeah, so like, da- I'm da boo-dees. I'm da boo-dees. Right. So to me, it's almost like I'd rather just, a, just that's almost a tease. Right. That's like a, a language tease. You, my brain like You're ruining my high. You're ruining my high. Right. I don't want, just give me pure garble. Yes. Give me pure nonsense. Yeah. If you're going to If I'm be- going to hallucinate, oh, I only want to hallucinate. I don't want to see a family member in the room. Correct him. Don't, you're so pulling that, me out of it. That's exactly my thinking. Right. So I want pure hallucination. Don't bring my uncle in here just right. to say, I'm blue. Right. And then we go off no. to double these and double those. Right. I don't want that. I want the pure, yep. the pure hallucinatory. Do you know what w- they call that experience? What? Zombie nation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You are now in zombie nation. I think I would prefer to be a member of the nation. Kids, check out zombie nation. <laughs> check <laughs> out zombie nation. And also do remember um, – Sandstorms, sandstorms. Uh-huh. Darud, Darud. Sandstorms. Sand, do you know who I, I know. am? Do you, do you know do who you I am <laughs> right now? Do you, do you remember the riff? Do you know who I, I am? I hear it. Sandstorm? I hear it. Sandstorm? It's, it's dance. It's EDM. It's dancey. It's techno. Do you have my back? I have your back completely. Is it called Sandstorm? Sandstorm. I'm looking it up, folks. Sandstorm. We're going to get there, guys. Darude? I, we're going to get there. Sandstorm. Okay, Sandstorm exists by Darud. Billy, how do you pull this shit? Da rude. How, how do you know this stuff? Da rude. Ja I really nailed cousin. that. Da rude. Folks, I'm gonna just I'm gonna play it for us for a Please. sec. It's gonna be in the Is back. it called Sandstorm? By Da Rude. Billy. Oh, oh Bill. Do you oh, know Bill. what I'm talking about? I love that this is our Lion King episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bill! Stop it. Dude. Do you know now? Oh, well, dude. This I mean, is, are you kidding me? This is after you leave the zombie nation. <laughs> this is your come down. Rude. You have this for your come down. Sandstorm. Zombies walking into a sandstorm. 
I just watched a camel go down a flight of stairs. The music video is a camel running down a flight of stairs. This track. Now it's a hottie. Yeah. Holding a book. Yeah. Same so feeling. Darud. Okay. This is a good time for music. <laughs> this is a really good time for European music. I'm with you. So good. I'm with you. Amazing. Anyway, so the Lion King. Right. <laughs> Back to Rafiki. Back to the Lion King. Second act yeah. of the No Joke podcast. Once again, thanks for listening. Yes. The Lion King. Yes. Adam, do we talk about the current cast of the Lion King in this act? Let's talk about it. Shall we? It's it's impressive. So I talked about Jonathan Taylor Thomas being like one of like the cute icons of our time and then him becoming young Simba. Absolutely. We now have a new young Simba who I would also say is quite iconic in the uh, world. He definitely is. And we know him. He, we, we do know him. We know him as a man, not as a little lion. That's true. <laughs> and that little man and that little lion is Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald is going to be Simba. That's crazy. Crazy. That's so great. And like, What awesome. a pat on the back. What about Simba? Right. Holy shit, man. Right. That, you're the Lion King. And if you think that it couldn't be uh, better, you know, he's young Simba, how could, how could his life get any better? Yeah. Do you know who his mother is? Nala. Um, I don't think that's his mother. I think that's his love interest, Bill. Oh, I wait, think Simba hold on. and Nala. Maybe I'm oh, totally does, wrong. No, no, no. Does he grow up and then have that love interest? Nala, and he falls in love with Beyonce. Beyonce. Hold on. Hold. See, on. young Simba is actually voiced by a different kid, and Sim- Simba proper. Don't Donald. tell me. Are you serious? Yeah, dog. But he has a high inflection in his voice. <laughs> huh. he's, he's going to be. Does does older Simba have like a, a rough? No, it's Matthew Broderick. Okay. So it's like it's like approachable, like I'm friendly Disney protagonist voice. Really? It's me, Simba. Holy <laughs> Yeah, moly. Don- Donald is the real deal. He's just straight He's up. a big lion. He's Simba. Period. Huh, huh, huh. Period. Whoa. His father, Mufasa. It's gotta be uh Earl Edward Yep, what's James, his name? Earl, James Earl Jones. It's gotta, right? God God who and is. He's still with us? He's still with us. Okay. Who I believe, and I'm not positive, I think he was the one that did the voice in the original. Yes. In the, right. It has to be, right? I'm not a big fan of, or I should say, I, I've never considered, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, this is not, no, no. I've never considered cryogenics being necessary, yes. preserving life to such a long extent. Nor is there like someone on earth that I'm like, they should live forever. <laughs> like there's just, a, yes. but James Earl Jones. He's close. I'm fine with that. Just be, him being around Can forever. he be 400? Yeah. We'll take it. There's, I'm like really comforted by him. We'll take it. I don't he, know why, but I'm yes. very comforted by James Earl Jones. And you ask me a, if he's still with us. I am not positive. I hope and think so, but I do not know. Do you remember when the mother in The Sopranos died? And oh, yeah. And they CGI'd her back to a life for one of the last episodes. Did they? Like, she talked to Wait, them. Tony's mom? Yeah. Oh, weird, man. Yeah. That's and, so weird. And I remember, like, it was actually pretty that? seamless. Yeah. But, like, oh, you can bring them all It's back. freaky when they do that. They did that for, like, the remastered uh, Star Wars is, like, one of the goofy, oh, ad, like, Carrie... Admiral Badman. And didn't uh, Carrie Fisher as well? Oh, yeah. Did they CGI it's her back? It's weird when they do that. Right. We can make you. We can make you now. Right. We have the fleck of your image, and we'll make you. Right. We can make you now. We'll make you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Donald is straight up Simba, well, and that's... Beyonce is Nala. So I thought Donald was punted when uh, that song comes on, when I just can't wait to be king. But no, that's when he arrives. He grows into Donald. Damn. He grows into being Donald. Okay, got it. Um, our Timon and Pumbaa, yes, voiced I... in the original movie by Nathan Lane and X. Uh-huh. Not sure. I know one is Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. And, and the other one is Seth Rogen. You got it. That's good. You, and that just like, it all made, like, good count. This all makes sense. Right. That all really, really makes sense. Okay, got it. Um, so who are some of the other um, just characters, not even actors yet, but who are some of the other characters in 
and uh, the upcoming production of? Uh, okay, so we uh, we have Scar, obviously our villain. Okay. Who? Uh, what kind of voice? Raspy voice. Maybe I can guess who that is. Maybe you can is guess that raspy and like I'm coming to get you, bad boy. It's less that and more British. Think British villain. Think think. Uh, I mean Jeremy again. Jeremy Irons. I don't know Jer- who that is. Jeremy Irons, sir. Uh, it's, it's here. Uh, oh, Scar that. Simba. Is that him? It's down here. It's Jeremy Irons. In the original movie, okay. not in the new one. Okay. Yes. Who is that dark, yeah. brooding? Yes. It's t- down here like this Mufasa. Mm. And it's like it's like a British evil lord. Patrick Stewart? Might as well be. It is. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. This is going to come off as racially insensitive. Ch- uh, it, it, oh. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor? Yep. I don't know yep, how to yep, 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 yep. Great. Okay. <laughs> he is Scar. He's voicing Scar. Our Scar. Our okay. Scar. Um, uh, is that the top line talent, or are there more? You wouldn't believe it, Bill. Go it, on. It goes on. Go on. There's Zazu, who I think is a silly little bird. Oh. Or a silly little guy. I remember. Yeah. Is he like bad at flying? Sometimes he like bumps his head. I think he's a silly little guy bad at flying. I bet you could intuit. This is also British. Mm. He's like a British foppy Brit. Mm. And mm. Uh, and he is a Aladdin, silly I mean, little bird. Disney's really good at writing funny birds. They're good at writing funny birds. They're good at funny the birds. It was a classic. And this is another. Zazu, silly little thing. Who is the silly little bird? Uh, I'll, Tell I'll me. I'll give you a hint. He's got a late night show and he's British. James and he's Corden. John Oliver. Okay. Yes. John better, Oliver. Better. John better, Oliver. Better. Love Perfect. that. Perfect. Love that. Perfect. Kind of yeah. looks like a bird. Kind of looks like a bird. Right. Yes. Um, we have another peer slash acquaintance who is voiced in this movie. A character named Azizi, which I don't know what that is. Maybe that might be one of the hyenas. Okay. Maybe it's one of Scar's like hyena henchmen. I'm guessing. It's I don't not, know if that's true. It's not Ben. It's not Ben. Uh, is a comedian that we know a that UCB. we kind of came up with. Stand up. He has throws insane birthday parties that are like crazy in their own right, and he's like a little crazy. He has a show on Adult Swim, frequently nude. His name, yes, is Eric Andre. Oh, and he yeah. <laughs> oh wow, he's in that. He's in it. Damn, he's in it, man. He was dating Rosario Dawson for a while, <laughs> and, now, and now she's with Cory Booker. That's a funny thing, isn't who, it? Who? <laughs> choose your weapon. Which one, which one are you dating? Which one are you dating? Your Rosario. If I'm Rosario Dawson yeah. and I am a beloved sort of like career actor who can kind of have it all, do I want to date a younger alt stand-up comedian bad boy of comedy? Mm. Do I want to date a presidential hopeful? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. – I don't know, man. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near like first ladydom okay. if I were you. Okay, got it. I were, uh, I, so I, maybe I would go Eric Andre. You'd also, go Eric Andre. Andre. He's pretty fun. Yeah. He's a fun guy. I think I'm taking Booker. Booker? I think I'm going Booker. Yeah. Yeah. Much, it's a little more refined. Right. Or something. I don't know. There was a picture of them like tongue kissing really heavy Eric Andre and, and Rosario Dawson. Dawson to kind of be like, look, we're together. Yes. And it was like, uh-oh. 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 Rosario, you don't need this. You don't need this, Rosario. Like, we hold you in such high esteem. I think, Adam, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. When we were in our 20s, living in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. somehow, and we were never, our friendship isn't doesn't... Uh, it, we don't talk about like women like that. Not really. Where it's like, yo, yes. she is so hot. But like, Rosario. who would you? But at some point, I think I did ask you, like, who is the hottest woman in the world to you? Yeah. And I think you did say Rosario Dawson. Absolutely, and I stand by it. Really? I think that she, to me, is a platonic ideal of like human beauty. I think she's she's she's. I find her stunning. Wow. I find her stunning to this day. I find cool. her stunning. Yeah. I don't know anything about her personality, mm-hmm. IRL, nothing. Right. I'm also thinking of the movie Kids. That was my introduction to Rosario Dawson. She's got to be a New Yorker. 
Oh, yeah. She's a New Yorker, right? Yeah. Right. Because right? she I was mean, in Kids. Like, if yeah, you're in Kids, you're a New Yorker. I think so. Right, right. She also right. sort of oozes New Yorkerdom to me. Right. But I don't, I definitely don't know where she's from, but I think New York. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I just think she's beautiful. I also know that she's like pan ethnic, like Native American, African American. She's just like a, like, she is like the perfect human right. combination. She, <laughs> she, looks, beautiful. she looks like the perfect yeah, human she's combination. She's beautiful to me. Uh, it's another act break, but I have one question. Yeah. What does pan actually mean? Like, I've heard pansexual i've heard like pan-african but like what's pan all all pan all pan is all yeah I pan think am I, pan am an american we pan. fly all over america yeah i think but i don't all encompassing i think it's all encompassing pan all pan 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 <laughs> yeah I, it's an pan 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 yeah <laughs> There was a time in my life where I saw the word half, H-A-L-F, spray-painted on a wall, and for 45 minutes, I couldn't remember what half meant. Half. Half. I'm looking at it, I'm like, half. When you see it out of context. And if you say pan enough. Pan. So pan-African means my my lineage comes from all over Africa. That is what I think. That is pan to the best of my knowledge. Pansexual means I am attracted to all. All, baby. There's not like one sort of designation where like I am attracted to. That is my understanding of pan. Okay. I right. th- I think I am right. Okay. I think I am right. Okay. It has something to do – I think it's something like all of them. Got it. <laughs> thank you, Rosario, and thank you, thank Adam. Thank you, Rosario. Uh, second act break. How can we use pan? <laughs> Wham, pan. bam. Thank, thank you, pan. You, pan. <laughs> pan. Pan. Method Peter pan. pan. Method pan. Peter Pan. I think that we've played multiple Peter Pan songs I think on we, the show. I think we have. I think I'm Flying has had a couple go-rounds. I think we have. The Mary Barton version at least. Right. Okay, great. Pan. Dare we? Yes. No. No, please. I have nothing. I was going to say pantyhose. 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 Do we dip? I mean, like, this is a left turn. This is not pan. This pan. is not pan related. But It's going to be we... hard to convince me. It's okay, great. <laughs> but go on. No, 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 no. Go on. No, no, no. What was that hard? I was going to say, do we dip into? I mean, is it so basic to play something from The Lion King? I don't think. I don't think we can really. We do have that. that in our back pocket. It's our back. That's pocket. not going anywhere. Let's go in our pan pocket. Exactly. <laughs> Let's reach into our front pan. Let's go into our pocket. front pan pocket. Right. Pan. Panny. <laughs> Panny Hardaway. Panny Hardaway. <laughs> pan. Pan. Penelope. Penelope. Pan. Fogelberg. Pan Fogelberg. <laughs> Pan. Hmm. Can you think of a musician with the first name Pam? Pam or Pamela. A a musician. I'm struggling right now. Are there no musical Pams? There might not be any musical Pams. I once wrote a joke on Twitter. that Pam community. That's right. For sure. Great. Yeah, we have an influx of emails coming. Once wrote a tweet that got uh, no likes and no retweets. Yes. I'd like to share it now. (laughs) Um, I, I don't get emails from my friend Pam... Because they always end up in my Pam folder. Come on, Billy. You feel me? Come on, Billy. Do you feel me? That's what we're talking about. No faves, no RTs. (laughs) Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. They always end up in my Pam folder. This is a quick reminder to follow Billy on Instagram stories. Hashtag Friday Funnies. He's cranking them out. Like, that is. Oh, and let me take the (laughs) stage and say, my man Adam Lustig put out a tweet recently, (laughs) folks. Yes, well. Put out a tweet. Please. We we were going to talk about this in the third (laughs) act. He got over 10,000 likes, folks. 15K. Go to hell. 15K? I'm living in hell. Oh, believe me. 15K likes on Twitter is hell. Wow. (laughs) I have a lot of questions we need to get to this I'm living in hell. Okay. So do do we go to the back pocket or do we fight through and find our pan? Eminem Stan, a.k.a. pan? Mm. No, not quite. Still too much of a reach. It's a reach. All right. It's a reach. 
Do we play the uh, Scar song that you were talking about earlier? Be prepared. We could. Listen to our voices, we though. Could. Where's the satisfaction? None. None. I don't, now I don't want it anymore. No. I, I, we need I don't to, want it. We've got a nut, and we need to crack this I nut. I don't want What that. is the pan song? Pan. What is the pan song? Pan. <laughs> pan, man. Uh, you're the man. Yes. You're the pan. Yes. Macho, macho. Pen, uh, penny, penny. What is that? Panning oh, Pippi. Pippi Longstocking. Longstocking I am coming into our world. Panning for gold. Pan- <laughs> gold digger. Gold digger. Kanye West she gold digger. She takes money. She's panning for it. Oh, that's Ray a bit Charles of, is gold digger. Ray Charles. That's nice. Maybe the original. Right. Blind. He's blind. Pan for gold. He's blind. He's blind. Pan for gold. Uh- <laughs> You do pan for gold. Yes. He's blind. He's blind. Do you know what song? Yeah. Remember, this was a, a good song for Harvard Tag Team. We heard the song yes. at Burning Man. Yes. Santi Gold's um, Creator. Love that song. You pan for gold. Santi, Santi Gold. gold. Creator. creator. And it's a really good song. I love this song. I just would selfishly like to listen yeah. to it when I'm listening to this podcast. We did it. Great. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We are trying to talk about the Lion King. That actually was Santa Gold's creator. Yes. Because we were talking about Pam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we were talking about uh, Darude Sandstorm. Still yeah. can't believe I got the name right. I can't believe you did. Zombie Nation. Uh, Blue Dabi Dee Dabu Da. Dabu Dee Dabu Da. Dabu Dee Dabi Da. All of the Lion King hits. Those songs all kind of uh, walked so that Santa Gold's creator could run. <laughs> yeah. She stands on the shoulders of heroes. Yeah. And creator is a banger. Banger. Love banger. Love it. Song. The music is sick. Lyrics smash. Lyrics actually smash. Which as we've. Beep, 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 beep. Yep. Yep. Wouldn't be surprised if Diplo had something to yeah, do with it. Yeah, feels like it, right? But damn, damn. When Santi Gold came out, yeah. damn. Yes. She made noise. Yes. Yeah. She was amazing. There was also that song, Brooklyn, we go hard. It's yep. Jay-Z. Yeah. Very good. We, yeah, we subscribe. Oh, yeah. Santa Third Gold. act of the No Joke podcast. Yes. Adam, yes. We, we, we teased that you went hard in the paint on <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Yeah. So much so that the day that you put out this tweet, yes. we did a show. We did a head We did a live show. show and yep. I'd say that uh, 18 minutes of our 20-minute set was talking about the tweet. No doubt. Got the crowd fired up. Co- literally coerced them all into liking it, thus bolstering the numbers. It felt like they were on stage with us. It was it a worked. party. It worked. Adam, what was the tweet? The tweet was a snarky tweet about the Joker trailer. Yep, yep. <laughs> And it was like something snarky that I'm not even necessarily proud of. It was like the Joker is like the most complicated, yep. interesting character in the American canon, unless you've read any books for adults. Love Snark. it. Love it. Wow. Slammed him. And I was just You were at day of 3,000 likes, which is that a new personal record? Three, easily. 3,000. Surpassed my personal record by like noon that day. I okay, got like it. 10, it was instant, instant viral. Did you immediately start seeing notifications come up and you're thinking, oh, this is new? Correct. It can actually, this can happen here? Correct. Right. Correct. So what happens? You fire off that tweet. Within how many minutes do you start to see like a number that's a little unique to like you? Like within the hour, like within the half hour, I was like, oh, this is like. What is, what are you looking at within the half hour? Um, data. Prob- probably Tell me data. Probably. I. I. I, I wish I could ten the retweets number. or like seventy. Uh, within the half hour, probably somewhere in between. Probably something like like twenty five, and that's a lot. For me, yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Got it. For a Twitter maestro, maybe not. But no, no. For, for we're talking, we're only talking about. You oh right yeah, now. this was a. So you get twenty five retweets, and now are you thinking, oh, this might be fun? Like, I was like, this might be fun. Yeah, this like, is fun. Right. People yeah. are seeing my work. This is fun. My right. work. My work. It is your work. <laughs> it is your joke. My work. Right. Yes. So is there a tipping point? Is there a tipping point where like, oh my God, now I have like 200 retweets it and just, 500. Do you start getting addicted where you're like, I'm going to recheck Twitter and see what the number's at now? I was just checking Twitter all day just for the fun of it. Of course. You but, should be proud. Just to be proud is a word for it. Yes. yes. Proud. Um, I was just checking Twitter all day for the fun of it. And right. it was just like steady climbing, steady climbing, steady climbing. And for me, it was like there weren't even no, like, prominent retweeters. I was really a little confused as to how mm. it was right. – where – how it was virusing. Right. Why Seth is, Rogen didn't retweet this. Like, like there, this, this didn't get shot out to four and a half no, million. No, there was no right. little, like, cheat codes, right. like, bump, like bump codes right. like that. Do you so have any like, bump codes? Do you follow any bump codes? What do you mean? Like, like, like friends of ours like who Amir. also have – like Amir. Amir is a good example like of a bump Amir. code. If Amir tweeted it, like, I was like, okay, Amir. this is the Amir effect. Amir is a bump code. Yeah. Mike Falzone's a bump yeah, code. Exactly. Mamrie Hart's a bump Grace code. Mamrie. Grace and Mamrie. Grace and Mamrie's a bump code. We have some bump codes in our lives. Total bump code. And codes. when you see that your tweet makes it to their uh, timeline, you're like, okay, great. This thing might bump. Exactly. Okay, got it. I have no bump codes. No bump codes. So I d- okay. So I was- This is an organic <laughs> – 
This is a tweet for the people. For the people. (laughs) Grassroots. Okay, but it's growing organically. Organically. So, like, over the course of the day. So, I again, like you said, we had a show that night. Yes. So, by, like, what time is the show? Eight or nine or something? Yeah. Eight. So, by that, by the time we went on stage at, like, eight, at, like, 9.02. You were 64 faves away from 3,000. That's correct. Yes. 2,934 faves away from 3,000. That's right. Which is easily my highest number. Never even had a tweet even close to being this much of a viral. That's right. So, we went on stage and... It's actually begged. Yes. Just begged. Yeah. Asked outright, shamelessly begged. Right. Everyone take out your phones, like these tweets, let's get them into 3K. It worked. Everyone took out their phones, (laughs) they started faving, and then someone raised their hand, and this was so great, because we were getting everyone hyped up, like, we're going to do this together, 3,000 faves, we're going to do this together, and everyone's getting hyped. Like, maybe I'm projecting, but it felt like the the energy of the room were like, let's do this together. Everyone pulled out their phones and was hyped. Ride or die. Correct. And we are, the, the, the faves are going up, Amir runs out on stage, he's like, look at them, the faves are flying. And then someone raises their hand and they say, what's your name? <laughs> Somebody in the middle just Humbling. looks at Adam and says, how can I say, what, who are you? Humbling, Humbling experience yes. after a day being like, wow, I am like all over Twitter. Amazing. Right. Amazing. My Joker take is the hottest right. Joker take. Right. What's your name? What's your name? What, who are who you? Who are you? How do I find this? I don't name? care. I You're don't know telling who... me to care, so I'm going to have to ask you, what is your name? How do I find you? Right back to Earth. You're now at 15K, Can Adam. you believe that? There's got to be a couple of like uh, people who have bumped it up at this point. Come on. You haven't seen one like, whoa, that blue check mark. Um, uh, not a ton of blue check marks. Really? One podcaster, Kara Brown, who hosts this podcast called Keep It, who's like a crooked media person who has a bunch of Twitter followers. I did see that she retweeted it. But mm. other than that, I don't know. Our friend Travis Helwig, also a crooked media person. I don't mm. think he has a, such a robust Twitter following. Mm. No significant bump codes. Nah, we're looking for like Scott I mean, Van Pelt. We're looking for I Michelle Obama. It, Amir yeah. probably did retweet it. Okay. Mm, still not at the that, show, that, that, but that don't impress me much. Uh-uh. Right, right. Uh, 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 uh. Kilgariff? Did you get a Kilgariff RT? I got a, a guy Branham RT? None of those. God damn. None of those. This is organic as hell. Grassroots. Damn, grassroots. <laughs> yes, grassroots. 15,000 organic faves. Keep a... <laughs> wow. Not easy. Let's just put it that way. Not, not easy. easy. What's your most virus virus? I had a couple viruses. Uh, one you was, had a couple viruses. Yeah, I had a couple viruses. Yeah, nothing, nothing ever reached ten k. Yeah, that is next hey. level. That's next level. One time I got buzzed. <laughs> one time your boy got buzzed. Yes. One of my tweets made it to like the front page of Buzzfeed. What was that about? Eliza Skinner asked, uh, what's a lie? That's right. What's a common lie you tell? That's and right. I just answered simply that I used to go around telling people that I was the kid who used to say <laughs> at the end of Mazda commercials, zoom zoom. <laughs> It's an impenetrable line. No one, no one can prove or prove. No one can prove you wrong. Impossible. Got a lot of buzz. I got the BuzzFeed bump. <laughs> I got the BuzzFeed bump, yeah. aka the BuzzFeed bounce. Yep. And that helped, and that was fun. A couple yeah. celebrities retweeted it as well. But what mattered to me most was that the sister of the actual <laughs> boy found it. And she told me that, A, it's a rock-solid lie. <laughs> B, he is now a lawyer, so he's not going to do it anymore. C, Take it and run with it. She gave me her blessing. Can't even. So I'm reading that. I can't even believe. And I was just like, I am the zoom zoom. (laughs) I was. I was. I was given the blessing to be the zoom zoom. (laughs) Take the mantle. So now I have that ownership. When someone else flies in and they say something along the lines of, "There's no way your brother was actually the zoom zoom kid to that girl because I went to school with the zoom zoom kid and yada yada." Like your brother was probably lying to you. This girl, the original girl's sister, comes flying in. What? And she says, who do you think you are Stop telling it. my family who we Stop are? It. 
Have you ever, for once, considered that the person you went to school with was lying, lying? for attention? Yeah. Have you ever considered that? And that person then said, I apologize. I haven't considered that. I never would have assumed that people would lie about Zoom Zoom for attention. And that's where I felt it was my my responsibility to step back in and say, we lie. I lie. We lie about Zoom Zoom. (laughs) We lie about Zoom Zoom. There's more of us out there. If you've seen the movie Us, (laughs) we we lie lie about about Zoom Zoom. (laughs) So viruses can be fun and good for the community. (laughs) So that was a good... Jesus Christ. That's one worth bringing up. On a cross. That is so funny. Right. We lie. We lie. It isn't just me. We lie. All right. We're just slowly bubbling up. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's hysterically funny. It is the third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. When this podcast started, Adam, we said, this seems like a good opportunity for us to here. really stay We're on gonna track. We're going to stay on track. We're going to do past, present, future. We're going to do it. It's going to be lying to right. the, the first. The, the first five minutes of um, the second act was just saying, Dabu Di, Dabu Da, Dabu Di, Dabu Da. Correct. And the first nine minutes, Adam, of the third act have been about fave counts. Zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> we lie. We lie. We lie. Zoom, zoom. Uh, Adam, when does the movie come out? Do you know? Is this a Christmas release? The Lion King. Feels like a summer moment. Oh. I feel like it's around the it's, corner. It's around the corner. What is it now? April. They're dropping trailers. I feel uh, it's either June or Christmas. Okay, got I, it. That's I, a huge help for the listeners. Way too lazy to check. The That's phone fine. is right here. Could find out. Right. I, I refuse to. The phone is under your elbow. You don't even have to reach. I refuse to. If you just drop your hands are in the air. If you just dropped them down, I, I won't like do how it. people walk. I won't do it. It will graze the phone. I won't do it. This I, is, I, this this is, is a, reluctance on a new level, buddy. This is like pick, pick I the right fights. <laughs> a fighting gravity. Yeah, fighting isn't always a bad thing, but uh, yes. pick the right fights. Good call. I, I don't know if this is the fight worth fighting. Maybe not, but not I'm, not. I'm not dying on this hill, but I'm right. being severely wounded. One thing about this new movie yeah. uh, that confused me at first, Yeah, they called it live action. Yeah. I saw the trailer, yeah. and it looks like computer action. Yeah, it's like see, it's like li- live action, this like new sort of like, and I think we've touched on this on the podcast, like yeah. the Jungle Book. Yeah. Um, so does that mean were... that Donald and Beyonce and all of these people had those green balls all over them in a green screen studio doing motion capture stuff? That's a really good question. Did they Am take I the ink- muscles in their face – to make the lion, to make the Nala, to it's make a really the good Rafiki. question. My instinct is that they weren't doing like motion capture like that, like Donald and Beyonce crawling around in a green screen. So then, what does live action mean to you in that reality? Live action just to me just doesn't mean animated. Ex- like they went to I don't know maybe Africa or maybe not to shoot the thing, okay. and then they like had an Andy Circus type person crawl right. around. Okay, and then, an Andy Circus per- type person is the like the king of motion capture. Yes, correct? exactly. Gollum and right. like, King Kong and all the rest. Right. I would guess – I don't know. I would guess that they shot it live action in the world, out in the world. It's like they shot it on the rolling Serengeti Hills of and, Africa. Gotcha. And the characters are the CGI. The characters are CGI. Right. The characters. You don't think they were rooted in any sort of actual body movement? Oh, I, the think they probably were. I think they probably were. But not Donald, know. not Seth Rogen, not Billy Eichner. I would, sev- I would doubt it. I don't know. Right. I would doubt it. Right. I don't know. Right. 
Because that would be pretty satisfying to see the world's biggest stars have to crawl around like a warthog. It would be pretty funny and right. for them to like. like who tells Beyonce, like, get on all fours and roar? Now crawl, now roar. Right. Now kind of sniff. Right. Now, now, sniff now, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I see it as being like they walked into a studio, uh, the movie was done. Right. With CGI, everything perfect, and, and they, they just lent it. their voices. Mm. That would be my instinct, although. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Maybe Billy Eichner and uh, Seth Rogen were like <laughs> right. crawling around with right. each other for months. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I guess I can't say. You'd make a great bird. You'd make Thanks, a great John Bill. Oliver bird. Thank you, Billy. Yeah. Thank you. What Lion King character would you – do you – A, what, what Lion King character do you sort of identify with mm. most? Would mm. you think that you would – and if it's a different answer, part B, which would you think that you would bring the greatest vocal talent to? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking through the tertiary characters yeah, as well. Yeah, There's uh, obviously Rafiki who doesn't speak much. No. There's, of course, Timon and Pumbaa. There are those hyenas. They're fun. Yeah, but do they have a, do they have a personality? No, they're just evil. Right. Yeah, they're just kind of, yeah, right. They're kind of like servants, like like sloppy servants. Yes, exactly. Right, right. They're a little bit like Flotsam and Jetsam and the Little Mermaid. They're right. henchmen. Yep. Henchmen. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. I mean, Scar, I mean, you are a sweet guy and you are in no way sinister, um, but I mean, like, I think that you have. But you a need scar- to have a baritone British, right? Well, I mean, that is as scar as we know it. Mm. That is scar as we mm. have been imagining him up until now. What does his dad sound like before he falls off a cliff? Does his dad fall off a cliff? Yeah. Well, spoiler scar- alert: at the beginning, yes. does Scar push him off a cliff? Yes. Got it. Into do a we, stampede. Uh, do we and hear- kills him? Into a stampede. Yes. Do we hear the dad? Does James the- Earl Jones. Oh, James Earl Jones is the dad. Correct. Mufasa. Mufasa. That's that's James Earl Jones. That's I think Bill wants to be Mufasa. Fuck it. Yeah. Because I think there's something nice about doing a day's work, and then when you're done, you can kind of sit back and watch everyone else do the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about it from a production oh, schedule. Oh, I see your point. You're in the beginning of the movie, then you show up as a ghost later. Exactly. I could sit back for the second act and just, like, kick back. Chill. You know what I mean? See if if the Mets do. are on, listen to the Mets game for a couple innings, come back, say my lines again. Just less demand. So you want to be Mufasa so you can listen to the Mets game in the middle of the... If I could squeeze in a couple innings, I'm not mad. <laughs> I am not mad. Sounds I just know that Simba's on camera. The whole time. A lot. He's there a lot. I'm, 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 not, I'm not looking for that kind of work right I need right a little bit more of a break. Right. A little right. bit more of a break. Got it. Mm-hmm. I, think we really, uh, I think we really uncovered nothing in this episode. Yeah, I think we right. dug, we scratched, not even the surface, we scratched the nail that would scratch the surface of the line. That's right. That's right. We scratched the nail that might one day scratch, scratch the surface. surface. Wow. <laughs> Two degrees of scratching. <laughs> yeah. Right. We did say the Lion King. We said the Lion King We a said bunch. the word the Lion King and the title the Lion King a lot. Maybe that does it. We couldn't confirm or deny that it's going to open in the summer. Nope. Or the winter. Nope. Or this year. Right. We don't know. The phone is six inches away <laughs> from you and the device has all of the world's answers on it. I refuse to look. I know. I refuse. I'm watching you I refuse. deny myself this information. Your hands are over your head. Why are my hands up? Uh, you're being very, 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 uh, you're giving a lot of pushback. <laughs> um, but that is the Lion King episode, Adam. Good one, Bill. Another one. Another one, buddy. In the books. 169, the naughtiest episode <laughs> Naughty! you may ever oh, hear. Oh, 420. Is there anything worth promoting, Adam? Is there anything? You know one thing we haven't done, and yeah. we should wrap this up. Yeah. We haven't told people to subscribe oh, in yeah. a while. Please. I forgot that subscribing is actually a thing. Yeah. Whereas uh, – It is amazing and helpful. You just get it. Please. You just get it. Please like and subscribe and leave comments on our iTunes. Right. It makes a big difference. We also just selfishly love reading your thoughts mm. and feelings about the podcast. Mm. Subscribe to the podcast. Mm. Leave a comment on iTunes. Mm. Five-star rating, et right. cetera. Please do that. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Okay. That will be the thing we leave them with. Great. Super duper. Cool. All right. Well, for the Lion King episode of the No Joke Podcast. Podcast. Right. I am Billy Scott. I'm Mustang. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.